It's not a podcast. It's a GarCast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to, to Gar. Gar. According to Gar, I am Gar. You're listening to GarCast episode number 73. And with me, as always, is the Godfather. Gar. Oh, a little delay there. Are we okay there, Garfather? I don't know. I might be having technical issues, but that's okay. It looks like there's many fancy microphones on set today. You need to step up your microphone game, my friend. We will do this for you. You were supposed to get me one, man. You did. I have your address now. Well, then send it. How did I get your address? No idea. That's That's creepy. Scary, isn't it? So as promised, this week we are bringing on a special guest. Um, He hails from Northern Ireland. Uh, Some people say that's not part of the UK. Other people do. I think the only people that say it's not is probably Amazon. We can get into that. He loves tractors. (laughs) He's a host on the Overseas Podcast. I've been hosting, co-hosting with him occasionally the podcast i'm supposed to be on that i'm never on it's robin tate we also know him as bongo the sane robin welcome to the garcast thank you very much for having me on the show yes i am in northern ireland uh that's the north part of ireland uh yes if you look at the map there's a little lake and in the top right hand corner that's about me uh tractors the the tractors was a t-shirt i wore (laughs) that's from an episode from father ted i love tractors if you remember uh, that, so um, Father yes, Ted, Father, Father Ted, it's a, it's a oh goodness. If you don't know what Father Ted is, you've got to look up. It's a comedy sitcom made in Ireland, and it's uh, it's full of all sorts of wonderful Irishy type things, Irishy jokes. Is that where so, T Rex yeah. came from? No, definitely not. You imbecile! Imagine not knowing who T Rex is. <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed. I was listening to that other day and going, "Holy these children! Chill. He, he has hair on his face, but he's still a child." Um, anyway, yes, I am from Northern Ireland. My Twitter is uh, on Parlor, or Twitter is at Bongo the Scene. I am from the Overseas Connection podcast, which is a video game podcast where I podcast occasionally with Gary and uh, all the crew from England and California and all over the place. Um, and we have a great old time, and uh, it's wonderful. We've been doing that for about goodness ten years now. Um, and uh, some great friendships has hooked up. So, thank you very much for having me on the show. This is going to be very interesting, uh, and we'll see how we go. Nice to meet our gentleman up in Redmond. Hello there. Um, how are you? And, That's uh, me. Yeah, so I'm going to sit back. I'm going to going to jump in every now and again and, and see how we get on. Let's roll. If I, now if, I throw the, if I throw the mic down and run away, um, well, you know, that might happen. <laughs> By the way, Amazon comes here at least twice a day, so they know exactly where the UK yeah, is. Yeah, so explain this. So I, we, this was on the, the show this week, but you've ordered yourself, I guess, what an Xbox, probably. Uh, I wish. I wish. I wish. I missed it. I yes, missed the pre-orders, I and uh, 
I missed a, I, I, uh, I spit on your PS5. <laughs> I missed the pre-order. All, I missed the I'm, pre-order. A little, I'm a little upset that uh, the Gar snuck on another gamer here. I was unaware of this, but that's okay. Go ahead. I'm not going to talk gaming. This is all Amazon related. Amazon's yeah. taking over the world. Right. Absolutely. Ahead, it's funny. I mean, Northern Ireland is a very small place. So, uh, probably down your road, uh, you have more people living, living in your part of the world than I have in my whole country. So the population of Northern Ireland is about 1.8 million people, which is a small town in America. Uh, it is part of, the UK, part of the size of uh, Smith County East and West combined. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, if I drive a, a, an hour, uh, an hour and 15 minutes in any direction apart from south, I am in the sea. So that's how small my little my little place is. Um, yeah, so there is some confusion with those English types about, am I in Ireland or is, am I UK? So they disown us because many years ago we used to blow up things in England. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, we ha- the money I use is sterling. You know, it is the pound. Um, and they don't, you know, it is the same money, but some people over there, a bit like you guys in America, you don't really know where Switzerland is on the map or no Norway or Iceland. No yeah, exactly. So the English people are as insular. They only look at England as a thing where you guys right. generally look at America as a thing and anything that happens outside your borders. So uh, it's not surprising that some English people don't really know the geography of the the country they live in, they don't know where you know, <laughs> They're not very places are. So yeah, so there's some confusion, and it happens many times. For example, if I try to order something with a battery in it from Amazon, they don't post it to Northern Ireland. It's some some really weird and strange rules about the stuff. That's because that batteries can be used to blow things up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So yes, there are some oddities. I call it Northern Mexico because it's kind of <laughs> crazy. Um, and that goes very, very well with the guys in the, in the show. I like that. Now, Garfather, aren't you go? Weren't you supposed to go to to Ireland, or what? What was the trip you had planned here? Yeah, and I apologize if I'm a little low. I'm trying to speak loudly. I'm having uh, heads- I can't hear in that headset, so I got to keep it off. Um, so tell me to speak louder if I have to. I was not going to go to um, the magical little land of northern Mexico, but I was <laughs> going to. Uh, we had a two week trip. We were flying into Dublin. I was going to run the Dublin Half Marathon. Oh, we were going to drive across. We are going to go to Cavan because uh, my wife's father's from there. And then we were going to go to Mayo where her mother's from. And a wedding in Kerry. It was going to be fabulous. And then the Chinese screwed it all up. Sons of bitches. The China uh, virus. Damn it. That we flew. Yeah. And you usually get a lot of like uh, Irish people sleeping all over your house around the holidays. No? Mean, well... well you talking to Robin or me or both? <laughs> Probably both. I don't know if the Irish come up that far to him. Yeah, we don't no, get many, a lot of Mexican uh, here, but we get a lot of Irish um, because of, uh, you never know what happens in this house. They bought, people show up, they consider part of their vacation to America. That's been one good thing about the uh, virus is we haven't had any Irish people show up because they've been yeah, thanks, man. No locked problem. up in their houses. But when they come, I, you know. I spend I, I spend a lot of time hanging out with them and, and drinking a lot of beer, which is awesome. But yeah, I do that uh, away from the rest of my life. Uh, yeah, I mean, so we get a lot of Irish up here as well. We get an awful lot of Americans. So the cruise ships come in and they do several things. And over oh. the last few years, 
uh, Game of Thrones has ah. big, big things. So mm-hmm. again, this will excite some of you. Five minutes drive from where I live is Winterfell, oh. or the set of Winterfell. That's so, badass. Yeah, uh, five minutes. About five minutes. Uh, or at the very end of the last episode, spoilers when they're coming. Remember when the the, the Lannisters are coming down onto the little beach? Yeah. To try and get away. Well, that beach is about fifteen minutes away from me. So. You know, there's lots of sets that were very, very close to me around here. In fact, from the podcast, Greg was over here about this time last year, and we did a whistled stop tour of of all of the Game of Thrones sets. Um, so it's very, very. So that's kind of where I am. So Game of Thrones is a very, still a very, very big thing over here. Do, do you have any uh, updates for the new season? Like, are they are they filming up there again, or they're doing a prequel? Or they're now, doing a prequel, right? Yeah, there's a big. Big Viking thing being filmed. There's a big massive setup on the north, very north coast at the moment. Very rugged area. Big Viking thing. I, I think um, Tom Cruise's Nicole Kidman is over here at the moment, mm. doing some filming. Vikings. Uh, yeah, the original the studios. Uh, if you remember the, the the where the dragon attacked everybody at the end. That yeah. you know, I couldn't see what was going on. <laughs> oh yeah that was in the one in the dark yeah. um yeah well that that big <laughs> set is still there that big set is still there so yeah this, they're they're do, you know they're gonna cream it they're gonna keep on taking money for as long as now it keeps i see on where you live aha the winter it up. There Way it to go, so i live in a, a little village called a hohl <laughs> it's spelled a h o g h i l l and i live out in the sticks in the middle of nowhere in fact i'm looking at the camera's uh, I'm in my office at the moment, and the camera's up there. I see a tractor going see? past. He loves tractors. A, with a slurry trailer on it. So there you go. Slurry. Yeah, cool. What the heck is Temple Water? That's a weird-looking body of water. Which okay. one? The bit in the middle? Loch Ney. Yeah, I see Loch Ney, and then there's the mm-hmm. Strangford Sailing Club. Temple. Oh, that's a fair bit away from me, yeah. Okay. That's uh, over on the right-hand side. So, so if you look at Loch Ney yeah. in the right-hand corner, you kind of should get Balamina, B-A-L-L-Y-M-E-N-A. Okay. Balamina, and then I'm very close to there. Gotcha. Or if you go to, I tell you what, uh, go to, goodness, I'll give it a site. Go to to, uh, Google, Google, what is it? World, the world thing? What is it called? Yeah, Yeah, you know, the world. Did they get rid of the world app? The Earth? No, well, they have the Earth. Google Earth, Google Earth. Type in BT42. If you're, if you're driving right now, do not do this. Do not do this. BT421LT. L for London, T for Thomas. BT421LT. Boom. Google, Google me Earth. Into somewhere in northern Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Got Google it. Earth. Google Earth me. No, I think those I think, and, and I, the I think, I think those right. photogra- photographs are for a year or two ago, but yeah, that's where I am. All right. I'll add this. If I ever do, wow, there is nothing. There is a lot of. Yeah, a lot of green. <laughs> Not a lot, a lot of, of green. green. A lot of big green squares. <laughs> mm. You know what? It's, it's pretty funny. You talk about Google. So when, you know, Google did the, the you know, they, they drove around the streets and you could see a street yeah, yeah. view. I wave it every time I see one of those cars. I, when I they did oh, my house. And I go for like a street walk. Yeah. My boys were outside playing and there's pictures of them out there, like looking at the car and pointing. Oh, <laughs> it was oh, great. My old office in Manhattan. I don't know. I haven't checked it in a while, but you used to see the uh, like the same four guys who would go down for smoke breaks all the time. Then <laughs> the Google guy. They may have finally left the city, Mike. Um, yeah. Um, Maybe right. they're living under a bridge with your buddy Shawshank, or whatever. Shawshank. Shawshank. Where in the so world? My, so, Mike Redmond is yes. in 
yeah, okay, sorry. Where, so you're in New York or where are you? I am in, uh, I wish I had a cool code like BT421LT. <laughs> um, yeah, I am in um, Floral Park, New York, which is right on the border of New York City on Long Island. Okay. So I am like one, if I, if I was to drive um, an hour away, <laughs> um, I, a half I, hour, I, you'd like, probably go 10 miles. I am like Gary lives much further out on the island. He's not really a New York City. Uh, I'm almost a New York City resident. I can like, I got to man the wall when uh, they invade. It was funny. Friend of the show yesterday, Fraser, and I were talking. We had a little conversation on Twitter. And then he sent me a message on Discord and said, what county do you live in? I got a little worried. I said, are you going to call the cops on me for having people over my house? Like too many people? What's going on here? It's worrying me. Yeah, so I'm in that. And for those, for those who want to know, I'm in Nassau County and the Gar is in Suffolk County. Don't send Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a turkey. Oh, so don't be a turkey. That is I love Amer- I love America. America is one of my favorite places and I go there a lot. Now, the last time I was over on the last time I was in New York through it was about three years ago. Uh, last time I was in business there. So holiday and business, different things. Right. But, um, you know, I remember, uh, yeah, I used to travel there a lot many moons ago when it was a real shithole. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and by the time you're allowed to come back, it'll probably be a shithole again. So. And then it got <laughs> so much better. I remember the last time I was out in business was about seven or eight years ago, and it was fabulous, you know, really yeah. good. I would stay when I was there in the Grand Hyatt, um, there at Central Central Station, the Grand, Grand Central, yeah, yeah. So right beside the Grand Hyatt oh, yeah, Hotel, right that hotel it. is like, uh, yeah, right there, yep. And um, I remember staggering home at three o'clock and four o'clock in the morning <laughs> around those streets. Safe, and it was totally it was safe, yeah. but the last time I was there, nah, you know, a few years ago, nah, you just no, no, no. Find it's it's changed again. It's back yeah. like it was when I was going out there fifteen or. 18 years ago. It's just, and you yeah. can't be out after 10 now because there's something lurking in the streets. Well, it's true. <sighs> you aren't even allowed to stagger home anymore. It's terrible. It's yeah. Well, you, there's some crazy stuff going on there at the moment, isn't there? You know, just so I, I did, um, I went out to dinner, as I said, Saturday. We got, we were, we left about 9.30. So it was kind of before they kicked us out. And then I went out Tuesday night with some old friends from work. We ah, went to uh, Miller's house. <laughs> and 9.45, they're turning on all the lights. Oh, really? And, and, and the, uh, the waiter came over and said, you know, I'm sorry, guys. You know, it's not me, but you kind of have to leave. And Frig, man. It's crazy yeah. now. It's, uh, what, Robin, what, oh, I'm not that, it doesn't look like you have any restaurants anywhere near you, but <laughs> if you were to find one, are there okay, any, are you so, allowed to go to them? So we are, we are in lockdown in Northern Ireland at the moment. So there is uh, Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and England. And we all, all t- together, but we all have our own separate rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in lockdown at the moment. No restaurants are open. Takeaway only. Tomorrow, restaurants open limited, in a oh. limited way from tomorrow again. Um, my kids are in, some of the kids are in limited school hours. So, you know, um, so that's a bit crazy. Uh, everything's crazy. Swimming pools, gyms, all that crap. It's all closed. Masks everywhere in every shop. Um, some towns I travel quite a bit within Northern Ireland. Not that it's a big place, but I travel anyway. Um, mm. Some towns um, you won't see anybody with a mask on. And, and we're Belfast, the main city. Everybody oh. will have it. And there's lots of there's little woke people everywhere. Right. Um, so 
Yeah, do you know what? Uh, I am under the, uh, the... The idea is I think that I will get this. I think everybody will get it if we haven't already at some stage in my life. I don't think this is avoidable. I think the masks make people feel better. I don't know how good they are, but if, if it makes people feel better and makes it able for me to get on with life, well, I'll put it on when appropriate. Exactly. I'm not being, you know, I'm not being silly. I'm not going around. I'm a touchy feely person, so I like a hug and a, you know, hi, how you doing, mate? I, you know, oh. good. I, I, I've pulled back from that. No, and you, you know, not I, be you, but that's 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 good of you. So I, just what, trying to be sensible. Now, it got really cold over here, <sighs> um, and the mask is great. I, I actually soccer practice Tuesday night. It was freezing. I put the mask on for warmth. Yeah, I wish I was wearing a mask for years in the winter. It's great. I'm going to start now. Now I think everybody will wear them. Can I wear a mask into the bank right now? Or are they going to look at me funny? No, I mean again, if you had to wear a mask like that into the into the bank two years ago, you know they would have pressed the emergency button. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but now it seems fine. They're banks. I it, I don't know. You just reminded me. I hadn't been to. Uh, you know, I, I don't really go to the bank counter, right? I just use the mm. machine or whatever. I do online banking. Yeah. And I went to, they've been closing a lot of branches for whatever reason. I guess because you quiet. don't go to the bank. Don't go to the bank That's why. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just wanted to walk everybody through that. And uh, I finally <laughs> went up to the chase near me to use the ATM to get money for soccer because you got to pay the reps on the field. That's a whole other story. And uh, the guy's like, oh, come inside. We have another machine. And I went in. And I think uh, banks are going the way of uh, like toll collectors. Like they're getting rid of them because they got rid of the entire counter in the bank. They just made like this pretty wall and it's just machines now and wow. like a manager. So it's, although- it's funny. Ju- Judith said to me earlier today uh, that uh, she had some checks, you know, paying checks, like yeah. paper, you know, the old things like that. that she them. had to lodge and she'd had them for a few months and she just hasn't been near a bank because it's difficult. <laughs> and our, our, one of our, my nieces said to her last night, hey, you can, do you know that, you know, this is your, your phone app now? You can just scan the check and it lodges it. You don't have yeah. to go near the bank anymore. They got an app for that. As they, they do. Got for that. I don't know <laughs> if I can, I have, I have to actually go for my kids. I don't know if I can do it with the kids. I got checks here to tell my list of things to do today. Oh, they were written to the kids? Yeah, birthdays. Oh, like I just, I, got, I just signed those right over to myself. I got huh. shamed by my, uh, my father-in-law is like, you know, he's still balances his checkbook to the T and everything. And he gave Maria a check on August 1st, which wow. I guess I never got. The worst. Um, so I got in trouble for not having cash that. We found it and I will do that today. My dad, who I'm sure will be listening to this because he's a big listener. Um, he, he gives the check and he, he'll laugh at this. He, he gets so stressed. Like I just thought about that with Robin, how he said they had it for a few months. He'll be like, um, hey, like a week later, it'll be like, uh, see, you didn't deposit that check yet. Did you lose it? <laughs> <laughs> and so when he gives me one, I'm like, oh, oh crap, like I got to deal with this. He's trying to balance the books. <laughs> you know, he, wants that, he wants that money to be away. It's money that, that he and, thought uh, he had. Yeah, false security. If you give him a, a gift certificate or like a gift card, he's so paranoid that he's going to lose it. That oh. it's the worst gift you could possibly give him. And he feels like he has to use it like in the next hour or he's going to lose it. And then that's a waste of money. It's hysterical. So if you want to get my dad something, get him a gift card. Get him a gift card just to drive him crazy. Yeah, go. Um, I don't know how I took a there, but anyway. 
Yeah, no way. Gift cards anymore. That's another stress. He's got gift cards for restaurants because he lives in New York City that he can't go to and use. That's a whole other stress. And they might go out of business. He won't he might be able go to out of business it. before he can use them. It's terrible. This He's is terrible. To mail those to Cuomo and get a refund. You know what? He just gave himself a nice raise, so I don't know if he's got the money to give out to people right now. Right. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that horrible? You know, and, and you know, the, there's somebody, somebody came out and said that. Sorry. Okay. I knew, I knew what all this stuff is. I am not your normal UK guy. I follow US politics probably a lot closer than most Americans do. Yeah, I, I just, you do. I, yeah, but I'm completely like, enamored by it. And, you like you know, enjoy it? You find it interesting? Absolutely. Okay. And um, back in 2016, we were down in South Florida on a holiday. Um, and in the evenings, we had this, this nice house. In the evenings, I put the TV on. And uh, that summer was the uh, Republican Party Hillary. conference. Yeah, yeah. 2016, it was flipping awesome. It got me hooked. <laughs> there and then and i just thought this this was fabulous i just loved it and from that point i have enjoyed watching the underdog and and fighting for what is right and um yeah so all of this stuff here when i look at my my youtube and my twitter feed it it's 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 a sad state of uh, of u.s politics all the way through it yeah yeah it actually got me it's funny you say sad state i was all fired up last week and then, I don't know, since like the last week, I just, I'm in that, like, I'm, I'm not defeated, like, because I don't really have a call, a cause or whatever. I just like feel like it's such a mess that I've just been like so down. It's like, what the hell happened to this country? It's like the whole thing is just a mess. Okay. So look, there's positive stuff then, right? Okay. Right. So bring, bring I, the spirits I, up from the bring north, from northern Mexico, please. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm a fan of, of Donald Trump. Okay, I'm not a fan of his orange skin. I'm not a fan of <laughs> his sometimes awkward tweets, and sometimes at the same time I really am. Well, if you're uh, you know, I could laugh. Sometimes. Yeah, but I can separate the the not so serious from the reality, and a lot of people aren't able to do that. Like, right. Everything that he says is gospel, you know, and and that's crazy because it's not. Right. But he may in January not be standing up there taking the oath. It may be. The guy, um, what, old Sleepy fella. Joe? Yeah, him. I'm trying to think of the name of the film that I posted up of the meme of the guy. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, yeah, the deliverance what guy. What, yeah, the guy. Yeah, whatever happened to the little boy who played the banjo in Deliverance? Look at the yeah. pictures. Yeah, he, he turned into uh, Joe Biden. Biden? Wow. Yeah, nice. it's him. I'll it's totally I'm, him. I'll, I'll check IMDb. <laughs> but look, Trump may not be there, but... I'll, and you never know. I think it's unlikely at this stage. But uh, the nice thing about it is those Democrats out there are going to be completely curtailed about how they can put big changes in, at least for two years anyway. Because they, they may have won the White House, but they've lost an awful lot of ground in other, other places. And um, I, think, I think Trump was the right guy for the time. I think people were kind of getting fed up with them, even though they came out in their droves to vote for the man, yeah. you know, far more than ever before. Half the country, we can be talking about semantics here, but it's half the country voted for him. And already the other half that controls the crazy media and everything else are completely ignoring the half. 
they're going, oh, isn't, aren't they all terrible and degenerates and they're thick as champ and they have no idea what they're talking about. And they've all been misled by Orange Man bad. Right. But I, and that, that, that uh, my, my fear, what's gotten me down is like that it's, it's such a game that like yeah. I don't know what to believe anymore. Like it's, it's, I, I could fall down this rabbit hole. Actually, Sunil called me the other day and he's a listener and, and just to talk about it a little bit. And it's, it's so like, I'm thinking back to 2016, like how the hell did he win then? You know how we won, right? right? But it like, was, we, we didn't want a politician anymore. He no, wanted I know. to come in, clean, drain the swamp is what he said. And... Oh, I think Robin was alluding to that. Everybody right. was sick and tired of, of, of all the BS and everything. Yeah. But then now he doesn't win when you would think he'd have even more momentum. So then it just confuses me whether I, I'm, I'm not even talking about who I support or whatever, but just like kind of trying to look from afar. Like it makes you, makes me think like there's just something bigger going on. Like, like the, who's, you know, who's dictating who wins? Like there's no way that you can just decide to run for president one day. And, and even if you got half the country to vote for you, that you'd win if certain groups and people don't want you to, win. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it feels like a lost cause. Like we're always going to be led by whoever certain key people or groups decide that's who's it's going to be. Maybe they let Trump win on purpose because they knew that, uh, you know, it would cause such, it would, it would further their agenda and then come roaring back in four years and, and have even more power. I don't know. It's like I don't think scary. they ever expected Trump to win. All scary. No, no it, was an un- it was a yeah. joke. An uncomfortable leader for the party. Um, yeah. And the, because he's, he's yeah. not, He's not going to follow like he doesn't have lobbyists in his White House where all the other political people do. So he doesn't have to answer to to anybody. He does what he thinks is best. Now, right, wrong or indifferent. You can judge that. Right. But he's not being influenced by people because he's getting pay payments from people and stuff like that. Like he really was. Yeah. But Gary, Gary, but he gets money from everywhere and his son and Russia <laughs> and Ukraine and he's, he's corrupt and he's made so much money out of his hotels because he has meetings <laughs> there and his golf frigum. Do you know what? Fucking wise up. You, do you know what I find? I have friends and people that you know, and I know as well, Gary, people that, I am unbelievable, clever people, university educated, who are as thick as just molasses. They are unbelievable <laughs> what they believe or consider that this man is up to, or how corrupt he is, or how bad he is, or, you know, um, Charlotte, you know, good people on both sides. But they never looked at what he actually said there. Right. But for, for forever, he's racist, or you haven't you haven't said that white supremacy is bad a million times, but it's not, doesn't matter. Said again, because five minutes ago was five minutes ago. And, and, you know, you, you have the collusion and Ukraine stuff and, and uh, the Russian pea saga. And these people keep on believing the stuff that they're fed. Well, I think part of that is it's so easy to feed people stuff now. And oh, all people right. read is the headline or the first two sentences. And we've, and listen, I've been guilty of that sometimes too. I don't read a whole thing or whatever. And it's, it's social, social media yeah. is really what's causing the demise of the planet. Probably. People need I to took a research. snapshot of a tweet last night. Okay. And how many things are wrong with this? Um, so uh, this is from uh, Elan Omar. God bless her. 
Praise the Lord. Amen, Jesus. <laughs> Her husband has a very good company. It's very well funded. Um, huh. I guess these people didn't love America after all. Their master is gone and now they will burn the place down. This is replying to Ben Collins saying, uh, a second official tells CNN their goal is to set so many fires that it'll be hard for Biden administration to put them all out. Now, there's so many things wrong with these two tweets. There's Ilan Omar, who's this, you know, her husband, just 2.9 or 2.8 million for her campaign, and she's separating herself. Is it her husband or her brother? Or I'm not sure. I've lost. And then this thing from Ben Collins, a second official tells CNN. Okay. A second official. Who? Who's the official? Is it the person that brushes the floor? And they tell CNN. What? Why should I believe any of this stuff? It's, you know, this it's crazy. And someone I know likes this tweet because they think Elan Omar is pretty cool. And they think CNN's pretty cool. And obviously, Trump is trying to destroy America before Biden gets in. One thing about Donald Trump is he is, if you cut him in half, he is red, white, and blue. Sure. That's only, one thing. Only yeah. orange on the outside. Just orange yeah. on the outside. Like my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he, may bugger, he may bugger up some of the internal workings of the Democrat Party and make it as awkward as he can for them, but he's not going to purposely hurt or do anything to, to uh, put the American people out over the next couple of months. That's, yep. Anybody that believes that, that's just crazy land. Correct. Yeah. You know? Uh, and if somebody starts to quote, you know, 240,000 people dead or whatever it may be, or, you know, yeah, that's crazy. Look at the UK and France and Germany. Just all, you know, it's all his fault. <laughs> ah! This is why we have so many hurricanes, damn it. Wow. Uh, how, many up we, how many are we up to, for God's sakes? I think hurricane season's over again. It's not. There's still another one today. Stop it's out it. of control. Out of control. Anyway, I mean, it's, it's not King Cuomo's fault. This is, this is. Do you, yeah, do you, do you follow uh, any more localized uh, politics stuff? Like, for example, our friend Governor Cuomo. This guy is such a clown. And if, if you're not if you're not following him and, and reading his stuff, you should because you'll get a good laugh out of it. Did you Did you hear that? I got a clip. You know how I love clips now, right? You're into the clips. This was Cuomo talking about whether or not we're going to shut down schools. This was on Fox right. News, right? I have this here. Um, this oh. Q-tip. Oh, my God, that is a Q-tip. <laughs> a Q-mo-tip, there it was. Are schools going to cliff we top 3%? Yep. That doesn't Very mean low. the schools are what's spreading it. And we have to take that into consideration. So why close the schools if the schools aren't the problem? The teachers' union at the time, they came up with an agreement. So typical Cuomo, right? So basically what he's saying is they were asking if the schools were going to close on Monday. This was last week, I think on Friday. Yeah. And um, he said, you know, it's on the, he's blaming it on the schools now that they came up with the guidelines that he set forth. Right. I heard him say, I was driving on Tuesday and he said, because de Blasio came out and said, when it hits 3%, we're going to have to close the schools. That's, you know, that's the policy we had in place. And then somebody asked Cuomo that. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. That's what we said months ago. Yeah, here and we that, go. For a moment, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's making sense. Because he goes... We actually, during this, we've learned a lot. I'm like, yes, we have. Wow. He goes, we've learned that um, we need to take it on a school-by-school, neighborhood-by-neighborhood basis, and that the schools are the safest place for the children to be. I almost crashed my car into a pole that I was actually agreeing with him. 
But then two days later, he, de Blasio closes the school and Cuomo says nothing. You hear the meltdown right. he had yesterday? Oh, my God, but he yelled at the reporter? Yeah, here we go. You got to play that. Play it loud. This is embarrassing. Zone and a red zone in Brooklyn and Queens. I don't know how loud I can make it. Close the schools. Don't you remember that? Okay, so don't you, so what are you talking about? How, what are you talking about? You're now going to override. We did it already. That's the law, an orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. Well, then you're confused. I'm confused. And, and I'll tell you what, Jimmy. Still, parents are still confused as well. The schools oh, in they're not confused. You're confused. Yes, you know, I think parents Read the are law. very confused as well. Read the law, and you won't be confused. Now, another reporter comes do, to his defense. Do we know who that reporter is? I need to look that guy up. I don't. And then the other reporter says, uh, he's got a valid question. He wants to know if the schools are closed tomorrow. He goes, well, you know the answer. He goes, no, we don't know the answer. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. That's the thing. Like, remember, we had four. We had, we had, we were in uh, phase one, two, three, four yeah. reopening, and then we got to four, and we thought everything well, would reopen. Yeah. Well, not really. Kind of phase four is going to have like thirty phases in there for whatever mood I'm in that day. Right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how quickly, and you can start to see it a little bit already that the media are starting to turn on these guys just a little bit. You know, the Good. focus is off need, Trump a little bit now, so they'll be reporting bad stuff forever. You know? We need Maybe to hold Cuomo's brother. will be pick on him. They need to hold everybody accountable with good questions. I don't. Then you know, the, the news should not have an agenda. Unfortunately, they. Yeah. You know. So yeah. uh, that sort of brings me to my where I you know this this whole thing and why I like the, the whole Trump thing because I think he's what he's done is he has made some. Me just look at how worldwide how we react to the media, whether we like it or not. You know that is him saying fake news, and people now are starting to go. Hold on a second, uh, that article from the New York Times. Oh yeah, it's the New York Times. You you don't take it just as seriously anymore because yeah. they've made crap up, and lots of these guys and CNN is the same thing. Oh, I've seen it on CNN. That crap. So. Uh, hopefully, you know, there's things that he is like uh, uh, the Me Too movement. You could say that was influenced by Trump. Not that much happened with it. They got some fellas, but it made people look at that sort of stuff. You know, it's made people look and challenge what they see in the media. And that's what I was saying earlier. The clever people that I know that just suck this stuff up. I'm hoping that they 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 can look at the stories a bit more rather than just taking it at top level stuff. Um because this is exactly why we are where we are, because you, we, they just take up exactly what's been said. And is it the truth? Well said. Anyway, yeah. So, no, Gar- Garfather, we got, yeah. we've probably got some emails hmm. we want to get to. Right? We're, okay. we're cranking along here. Yeah, well, it's, and, and this would be great to get, we might get some kind of emails. I didn't read them, but maybe that'll feed into this conversation. And I'd love to hear what Robin has to think of them as well. So let's go in there, shall we? You start with uh, King Sean's, Sean Morell. He sent it first, right? He and did, he did. He was a guest on the show two weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. Oh, Rob this Sean was one of our guests two weeks ago, I believe. And uh, speaking of which, just remind me, Guar sent me some feedback saying Sean was an excellent guest. So thank you, Guar, and good job. Thank Sean. you, Guar. All right, so here you go, perfect. From Sean, subject is King Cuomo and other stuff. What is up, Gar people? So I've listened to your podcast. It's a Garcast, Sean, from last week. He he will learn. I have some comments. First off, you guys, 
you guys attack your you guys attack on Cuomo are getting out of control. <laughs> you do realize he's only looking at numbers and isn't smart enough to make these decisions on his own. He is just like his father was, a governor that has committees of people around him making suggestions. Probably. Might be right. He is just a mouthpiece. Some of his decisions I don't agree with, like the restrictions on restaurants. Well, Sean we certainly food. know that. He, he loves hates, his food. He hates students and loves food. I, by the way, I posted an Instagram picture on my Instagram account thinking of Sean and tricks with sticks last night. Okay. Anyway. But as a person with some health ailments, some of his points for me have merit. So for myself personally, I've reduced how often I go out to eat, which you have. You right should. And other activities. It's a personal choice. I agree. I agree. People need guidelines to follow. Guidelines are fine. Rules, laws, and restrictions. That's me. Sorry, that's not Sean's email. I would, I would say are different. I agree. Otherwise, there would be total anarchy. Maybe that's what we need. That's my comment. We did cross <laughs> the line with the limits of how many should be in homes, though. How can that possibly be regulated? For some reason, lately, the GAR cast has gotten more political. But we tried to change that just by bringing on Robin. He's not political at all. I don't, know what being <laughs> I don't know what being liberal means. But I assume you guys are just upset and concerned about what is going on. So you discuss it. It's hard to talk about anything else, Sean. So I do apologize. I'd love to keep talking about the Mets. But you know what, Sean? It's that time of the year. I mean, we had an election. Uh, restrictions are back. I, I think we're kind of at a point where we kind of had a, no choice but to get. You can't liberal. avoid it. When I go out to dinner, guess what I talk about? Talk about these stupid restrictions and Cuomo. It's hard. So continuing, almost done. But I had to skip some of it and wait for the sports, movies, and shows you guys watch because you guys are starting to sound like Dan Rather in the news. Oh. Rather than entertainment that I like to listen to. Just my thoughts on that. All right. Another point, another week has gone by and Gase hasn't been fired. I think I may need to find where Gase lives and spray paint his car with the words fired. (laughs) So it finally happened. Some fool took a package from in front of my door. Beer I ordered and was delivered while I was out. Stolen. I reported (laughs) to building management. It's a disgrace. If I ever found out who took my beer, they will be tarred and feathered. And so wait. Frown on their head, stating King Cuomo. LOL. <laughs> now he can get beer delivered. Stay safe. Stay safe and thirsty, my friends. Sean M, aka King Sean. Interesting. That's good feedback, of course. Huh? Um, that's terrible to have beer stolen. That is that is probably the worst thing I've heard in in weeks. Yeah, that's that's a topic we can get into. Hmm. Well, we can also talk about how uh, the Arizona Cardinals. I can also do more than politics. So uh, we can talk about football at some stage oh, as well. Sure. Oh, oh, yeah, wow. that was something you know else. What about that? Awesome. I have, um, what's his face? I have D-Hop. So does my son, I Anthony. Curry on my team on fantasy. And that just, that, that one play just put me over the top. So sure. Nicholas, Nicholas had Hopkins on his team, was playing against, that had, uh, playing against a team that had, oh, no, he had Murray and was playing against a team that had Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. And was basically tied, and then that put it over the edge. Hopkins won because you got so much more fantasy points right. for that. That was amazing. That was amazing. I mean, there is nothing to live for in Buffalo, New York. I don't know if you've ever been there, Robin. I mean, really, there's nothing going on there. Those poor bastards, all they have is their bills. Can you imagine what these poor people did to themselves after that? Ugh. Oh, do you know, cards have some, fant- had some fantastic games this year. Oh, they're fun to watch. So about four or five, well, a few years ago, not so much. No, no, no. Um, so I came with the podcast a few years ago, you know, uh, four or five years ago. You know, Robin, you know, let's pick a team. So I picked the Cardinals. Maybe it's because it was at the top of the list, eh, Arizona. <laughs> and it's a little bird and I'm Robin. Maybe that was it. Um, 
Uh, but it's it's only it's last year there was a bit of improvement, but this year, you know, really really good, you know, um, and we're you know we're 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 up there, we're at the top of our table, which is unbelievable. So uh, I, I, I I'm enjoying the games. Uh, unfortunately, the timings aren't very good for me. I am uh, what is the oh, NFL yeah. Game Pass I use? So I usually grab grab that. I've never been to a game, so when I'm over there again, I want to go to a proper game. So, um, well, hopefully that will be allowed one day. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, here, so the restaurant thing, to bring it back. Yeah. So, to me, and I'm in that trade, not restaurants directly anymore, but in the trade, my company that I supply supplies, ice cream equipment and heavy duty catering equipment, okay? Not for really hotels, but for places like uh, Walmart or our equivalent to that. So that's the sort of stuff we do. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so with a restaurant, if I go to a restaurant, I choose to go to a restaurant. I generally choose to go with the people that I go with. I I don't sit down with randomers. So I go with, you know, my wife and some of my kids or, or, or people in my bubble, as they call it here, some of our friends. And we sit there and we're socially distanced because the restaurant has removed tables and the staff serve me and they have protective gear on. And I'm sure they're taking precautions in the kitchen. And that's fine. To me, why not? It's the hypocrisy then of that's not okay, but I can go out and riot in the street or loot in the street and I won't catch it because that's okay because that's a moral thing. Uh, I I don't understand the restaurant. The, The restaurant's probably the safest place where you can go to in this. And it's absolutely crippling that industry. It's just unbelievable. I was with clients today and, you know, they've been shut down. They, you know, they've had been yeah. able to do takeaway. Um, uh, it's a big, big cafe. Some of them that I deal with really, really big, big restaurant cafe through the day. And it's usually packed out really, really busy place. And they've been, you know, just takeaway. And tomorrow they're getting to open again, restricted. So, yeah, I think some of these rules are just, you know, they say, base it on the science. But a riot and, a, you know, a celebration for Biden a few weeks ago, all of that stuff, that's not with the science. It's just not. Mm. But this yeah. is, you can control the restaurant. You can control how close people sit to each other. It's, uh, you know, I want to think of the restrictions in restaurants over here. The restaurants can be open, but they can't serve alcohol after 10 p.m. <laughs> what? It's right. in alcohol. Right. Yeah. It's just people making middle management making <laughs> shit up. <laughs> you know, they had an article in the Post this week. They mm. said that with the new restrictions at 10 p.m., restaurants are already claiming they've lost 30% of their revenues because people have to leave early. I mean, they like some of the bigger restaurants in the city in Long Island, eight o'clock is the latest reservation you can have. There's no way you can get people in and out by 10 o'clock. It has to end at eight. That's insanity. I tell you, those little private businesses and big ones as well, it's going to be a year from now, they're still going to be falling out of the sky. They're just yeah, not going to while. recover from this. They'll, they'll, they'll struggle on for a while, but the next hiccup, you know, they'll, it's already happening. People, businesses will just disappear yeah. and we will be a poor country, UK and US for it. We'll have less choice, less options, less places. Now, at the same time, there's a next generation of young entrepreneurs coming up going, this is an opportunity. We'll be set, ready to go when it all kicks off again in a year or so's time. So 
it's a circle of life. But that's this—that's a good, interesting way to look at it. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. There will even be, if, there will be even, a void. Yeah. Even if they think they all get a trophy. But speaking of restaurants, Mike, we got another email from a, a restaurant son. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. And he even this is. I'm not gonna read this all. I thing. opened it. It's long. And I think I think what we'll do is <laughs> we'll probably cover this one over a couple of guests. Um, <laughs> but I was just I did skim it. Uh, well, does he have anything about masks? Because we've talked about this, right? Yeah. I, and I know uh, he is manufacturing masks. I will. I do want to read the first paragraph, at least. Well, just because this is kind of him giving a little feedback. Um, of course, he's using the same su- subject. Yes. Well, we, we need to keep the same email going. So he said, so after what feels like years compressed into a week and a half of crazy startup work, I'm unwinding with a few bourbons. Shout out to Sean, my whiskey brother. Perfect time to zip off a quick email to my brothers in Gar. First off, loved the guest hosts. Each brought their own flavor and benefits to the show. I'm going to take a guess at the next one and place my bet for Fraser. Oh, no. Ah, oh, yeah. Fraser be a good lad. Looking good. forward to finding out Friday. For the two guests you had, Bosco, master storyteller, no doubt. Kind of dude I want to crush a few brews with and laugh my ass off telling you. <laughs> By the way, he's been at the Casa with me. Yes. There you go. I, I was there with him as well. Next was Sean, and I believe he killed it as well. I love his subtle, cool vibe and thought he blended so well with you guys. At some point in the post-COVID world, I want to grab some whiskeys with this dude and with this dude over some cigars. So there you go. That was, I, that was good on his feedback. Now, again, I'm not going to read all into this. I'm skimming to see if he mentions masks. I do see he mentions Nazis, the Vietnam War. Go <laughs> <laughs> Gore. Um, we well, eat- didn't... Didn't we, we talk last week? We, a little, so fucking little. Um, did we? We talked about the masks and how the the word on the street is they don't protect you; they protect the other people around other you, people. right? Yeah, that's the plan. Yep, that's what oh, I mean. The, ma- the masks mention, make people feel better. Yeah. Did he hit on that? So he says here. Um, all right, I'll read this part, and then we'll, we'll get back into it. He says, yes, I know Cuomo is a douche. He's an nepotistic <laughs> asshole and wannabe tough guy. Weirdly enough, him and his nemesis, Trump, both seem similar to him in this regard. Maybe that's just me. I tend to agree. I think yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, they're both, if you think about it, they're both New Yorkers brought up in Queens, like the same neighborhood. They're, they come from the same thing. Yeah, they, 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 they're great. Yep. So Cuomo sucks. I get that. I have libertarian tendencies as well, and I do not want to be told what to do in my home either. I totally get that. Here's the thing, though. Don't do it because King Cuomo said so. Do it because you care about this great little social experiment we call America. This thing is so friggin' continuous and spreads like crazy. Try to minimize large numbers of gatherings if you can because it helps save lives. Social distance, wear a mask, don't go to large gatherings. Yes, this includes Biden's celebrators. Wear your masks. Speaking generally to folks, not necessarily you guys, by the way. Um, and I, I kinda, think you should buy his I, masks, I to be honest with you. Kind of what Sean said, like, guidelines are fine. Yes. Guidelines are fine. I want to know from scientists and doctors what, what I should do to protect myself and my family. Right. You know? I knew people that aren't having their parents over right. thanksgiving not because cuomo said so but because they know 
that the virus affects old people a lot worse than it does mm. us, right? And personally here, my, my in-laws are both in their 70s, very active. And I live, you know, my, uh, my, Judith and I live here and right around the corner, her two sisters have their own houses and their family. And we're, we're a big, big group. And her mom and dad would, you know, every day they'd be popping in and out because they don't live that far away. <laughs> but they are now, they've pulled back now. And yeah. the decision over Christmas uh, hasn't been made yet, you know, so we're all clear. They're very conscious of it. Um, yeah. And they're, they're missing out. They're missing out. You know, they're not sick. They're not frail. But they're be just being very, very cautious about where they, where yeah. they spend their time, even we, around we, us. We're not spending that much time with my in-laws, and they're getting up there in age. Um, and, and we're living a lifestyle. My family, I mean, our, my family, my group, we're, we're okay with taking the risk of catching the COVID. Hmm, so, so yep. but we are putting ourselves at a lot more risk than they would. And, and in doing so, we limit the exposure that we have with them because we don't want them to catch it. That's who we're worried so, about. So uh, my son, Charlie, who's 15, has very bad asthma. Yes. Okay. So, uh, and last weekend, weekend before last, my elder boy, who we have, we have another house in Belfast. He's at university and bought a wee house from there. He was down there to do extra life. Charlie was supposed to go down and, and it was going to be a treat for him to do it with his brother, bigger brother, who's 20. Um, and Joshua had been around someone uh, who got the thing on their phone, the app, to say, oh. you've been in contact and those people that you were in the car, whoever you were with, contact tracing, you have to go get the test. So Joshua had to get a test uh, the weekend of, uh, sorry, they'd done the weekend after Extra Life, so right. the next weekend. That was last yep now thankfully joshua tested negative um on the friday evening and charlie was supposed to go down on the friday evening and charlie chose not to because even though joshua had tested negative he's supposed to wait 48 hours and charlie is cautious enough or frightened enough or mature enough to say i'm not gonna risk that right good job charlie so by the uh, way i played video games with charlie before too mike Okay. Goodness me, he's as tall as me now, Gary. Is he? He's just, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, 15, he's shot up really well. Yeah, so look, I mean, earlier I said I expect to get this. I do, but I'm not being blase about it. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to be able to avoid avoid it. I really just don't. I just don't. I think we can slow down the infection rate, but I don't think it's this thing's here to stay. And Trump was right there. It will eventually go away maybe not on his time scale but it will turn into the flu type thing that it's all you know you've got it it's it's going to be like pneumonia which is a very very serious thing it's the next stage on from the flu well this is going to be the next stage on from the flu you know this is going to be that thing and it's horrible but it is sorry donald it is what it is yeah so uh, I'm not taking that away. People are dying and it's horrible, really horrible. But I don't think anybody would do a better job than anybody that I, for even Kumo. Yeah, he wanted to get rid of old people. <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> but I honestly, I feel sorry for all of those guys. They, yeah, they were damned if they did and damned if they don't. And No, and we, we even in the beginning of this, um, that's why I hate when they go back now and it's like, Oh no, nobody knew what to do in the beginning. Nope. Things were changing by the day. The guy who got on TV and said one thing on Tuesday, got on TV on Thursday and said the opposite, you know, yeah. like, it's a no, no mask. Masks are no good. 
And yeah, then a couple of months later, wear masks. I don't care who was in charge. It was going to be bad. You if know? you can't throw a first pitch out, you shouldn't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was good. <laughs> uh, uh, go. That guy sucks. Yeah, he's I a- love the way you get emails. That's really good. And lengthy ones too. Oh, Gary, <laughs> this is brilliant. How it's- many, what, what episode number is this? 73. How did you manage that? You usually kill podcasts. I know. I know. This one's going well. Mike's a great influence. It's got to be me then, I guess. Good. I've never Consistency. Told, I've never killed one in my life. Consistency. No, not yet. Mm. Not yet. Um, do you want, me to, you want to hit some news? Sure. I love this thing. I, this I know. Thing, we're this we're thing is up coming up. Hour. This thing and is coming up. This 2020 election week top relative surges. I want you to talk about that. Yeah. So and I, thought, I thought I might make this into a game. So Pornhub, they released yeah. their top Pornhub. porn searches per state during the election week. Oh, yeah. I saw this. <laughs> is this my phone ringing or is that somebody else? That was me. That was me. All right. Phew. You scared me. Why? Um, so yeah, they did every state in the U.S. and they. By the picked... way, before we get into this, have either of you ever used Pornhub? Of course not. I no, haven't. I haven't. Honestly, no. I use RedTube. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Mike I'm gonna make this into a game. Robin, do you have the map up or no? I do. Yes, I have the. All right, well, up we'll hide it. Let's do a little game here. Oh, okay. Can you tell me? The search, I've read them all. the most common search in North Dakota. And this no. is Pornhub. Yeah, uh, are we gonna guess? Yeah, you could have. Can you give us three choices? Uh, sure. Hmm. Um, purple, pumpkin, Peter. From Pornhub. From Pornhub for North Dakota. That was the searched, most searched like thing on Pornhub. Yes. Purple, pumpkin, or Peter? Yes. Peter, like the people who like animals or like the name? Yeah, Peter. Peter, the name. Oh. Peter. Peter. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with purple. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll go with Peter. It was pumpkin. I don't know what's going on in North Dakota. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Okay. Now, the most popular... Uh, Search in New Mexico was Fortnite, wow. which is a little disturbing. It's like Fortnite porn. It's a kid's game. Well, no. I mean, maybe not a kid's game, right? But it's it's taken off with the kids. Okay. Are you looking for people dressed like Fortnite characters um, doing things that. in bed? People are into things that, you know, I don't know. Uh, Alaska was interesting. It was No Nut November. No Nut November? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Again, I'm looking through some of these, Gary. You you know, like you've got Kentucky Among Us. I was about to to talk about that. Among Us. That's another video game. My kids are addicted to that game. Oh, they know that one. Yeah. So is Among Us porn? Okay. You you know what this this just proves that you gamer freaks are all into porn. Well, Tennessee. You'll feel better about Tennessee because the most searched name there was Granny. Oh, Granny Porn. Granny porn. That makes oh, sense yeah. in Tennessee, no? Sure. As you get older, don't knock it, okay? Nevada um, was Vegas. I, I, I love, I mean, there's ones I looked at this and I, I thought, yeah, these are fabulous. I'm like, I know, it's, I know it is a porn thing, but Ohio and Cougar, they search for Cougars. Yes. <laughs> there's a Cougar in the car. Uh, and then um, 
no, not November. It's seen there the double penetration things that you'd expect. But again, Florida wanted Trump porn. Yes. What? Really? Yes. <laughs> Does that exist? I'm surprised the tape hasn't come out on him. <laughs> Nevada, the oh. most popular term was Vegas. Well, there you go. Vegas. But why in Pornhub? You're you're in Vegas, no? I, I don't know. This is all very strange. But I would imagine Pornhub usage has gone up big time. Like they're benefiting from the pandemic, I would imagine. Well, they, they, when the pandemic started, they did give a premium membership for free, if you recall. Yeah. That was really uh, nice. I think it was like a one-month free membership. Very generous of them. Yeah. So, can you tell me, what is, sorry, what is thought, T-H-O-T? What does that mean? Am I, am I naive? Illinois, top right, like thought. Thought, no idea. Look that up, Mike. N- no. Maybe don't. Go yeah. incognito first, okay? Uh, oh, Mississippi I, was actually a very appropriate word. A woman who has many casual sexual encounters or relationships. That's okay. our word of the day. Oh, a bike. That's the broadcast word of the week. What's prawn? <laughs> Do you see that? Mississippi is prawn. I don't know what that is either. Uh, we're learning a lot here today on the broadcast. Uh, hmm. uh, it says. An accidental or deliberate misspelling of the word porn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. What town? What city is that? That's, that's uh, oh, Mississippi. That's surprising. Uh, they were searching uh, for porn and they searched for prawn. Oh, I could spell it. Bless them. Missouri was accidental cream pie. That's uh, you never had that. That's accidental, something. I guess. Yeah, you, sure. All your cream pies are on purpose. <laughs> and of course, in Utah, we have the best Mormon porn. In the world. Yes. So, yeah, Mormon porn in Utah. Yeah, I mean, how would those Mormons... Okay, well, obviously, it's not the Mormons looking up Mormons because they don't like computers. Isn't that right? <laughs> so, it, so, it's, so it's the people looking at the Mormons wanting Mormon porn. Yes. Okay. I want to see what's I going see on that. in, the, in yeah. the Mormon bedroom. All those big hairy bushes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Better than searching for prom. <laughs> very good that's interesting i like uh, it <laughs> okay can we look at pornhub now oh who owns pornhub let's see who owns <laughs> i think it's the clintons they own cnn and pornhub of course it of course it was launched in montreal that makes sense uh, montreal has a lot of strip clubs if i recall don't they it has an office and servers in cyprus already it sounds very corrupt uh up oh. I don't want to get out of here. What is it? It wants me to pay? <laughs> they want me to pay for Wikipedia? Like donate money? Get out of here. Uh, it was bought by MindGeek. Um, hmm. It's definitely probably people we know hiding behind fake names. Doesn't really say. But, oh, well, it's probably the Clintons. It, I'm sure it is. I, I'm going to blame everything on the Clintons. Um, yeah. I did um again. I don't like that. You haven't done an um in a while. I haven't. So... I did want to ask a little gar garnation feeling on. So yesterday, a, a red nose on the front of a car for Rudolph, which oh. is cute, right? But how does garnation feel about Christmas lights on cars and decorations and things like that? On cars, I'm okay. Mara loves it. Mara loves it. No, I'm all right with it. You okay with that? Yeah. Robin, I mean, twats. There you go. Seriously, what a twat. Do people, really? Do people decorate their houses in uh, North Mexico? So, uh, well, today I was, when I was driving, I seen um, on, the, on the rear of a car, the rear window wiper, yeah, uh-huh. uh, there was a hand 
on it. Yeah, so it was <laughs> waving as it was on. And behind it, there was a sticker of an elf. So it oh. had the little red elf suit on. So the, wow. when it was raining, the elf was waving at you. And I thought, you twat. That's, yeah, that's, that's weird. That's not for you in the car. That's for me. You're not seeing this. I am. I, I really want a, a digital screen in the back of my car that I can <laughs> press the, the button on my phone or on the dashboard to say, press twat button. You know, like a stream deck in, in my car. <laughs> so, you know, it's a dickhead. You know, move backwards. Twat. <laughs> you bollocks you. It's you kind of like Mike with I the want, gun when we're so driving, I, right? I have yeah, like flash that up. Yeah. Flash that up. Yeah, I want that. Um, yeah, when you see people with reindeer on their car. That's what, that's what Gary's talking about, yeah. Yeah, so they have like a, their wing mirrors, you know, their, their side like, mirrors. I don't, do you call them wing mirrors? I don't know. No. Um, no. Just call an, them a mirror. An antler, antler on each side. We, yeah, and a big red nose in the front. And, right <laughs> <laughs> and the then this, the sign at the front, you know, that has, you know, uh, Jimmy and Julie, you know, so uh, the passenger side, you know, that, that signing. Oh, that's awful. Back. Yeah, that's horrendous. Yeah. No. They still have those baby on board signs. I see those every now and then. Remember when those were a big thing in the 80s? Yeah. yeah. Still are. Yeah. yeah As are. I crash into the back of your car, I'm going to feel even more guilty now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't kill my baby. Thank baby. goodness they put that sign on because, you know, I wouldn't have seen that who I was crashing into now, but now I know. Right. If Don't. you're so close to read that sign, you're too close. <laughs> Stupid. You know, you just reminded me, the school bus, uh, so Reagan gets on bus three. Bus two comes by first going, I don't know where it's going, but the bus driver always puts a new decoration on the, uh, the grill of the bus. So she has okay. a Halloween decoration. Now she's got a Thanksgiving decoration. Is it changed daily or is it changed no, in no, no, first no. season here? To the, to the holiday that's approaching. Okay. Okay. Mar, Mar wanted me to play Christmas music yesterday in the car. and I You know, uh, 106.7 Light FM is already doing the Christmas music. 106.7 so we'll, we'll push it. Yeah. Pushing it. Yeah. Did you see the pathetic Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center? What is, I had no idea about this till last night. What the? Well, number one, there was an owl in it. So they cut this thing down in Oneonta, <laughs> which is three hours away, drove it on a flatbed bed truck. It was an owl? To Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> And they put it up, and there was an owl chilling out in the tree. He just went no. along the ride. Poor bastard. Get out of here. He, so you woke up, and all of a sudden, he's in hell. There's no food. There's no yeah. restaurants open. <laughs> there's no homeless people. What do you mean? There's probably giant rats roaming around the streets. That's what owls eat. It's he's great. like, I, I picked the homeliest Charlie Brown-looking Christmas tree I could find to live in, and now I'm in Manhattan. Do you think Cuomo – I was waiting for him to come out and say, well, we kind of chose a tree this year that we normally wouldn't pick because we don't want people coming to look at it. So we figured if we put up an ugly tree, it would keep the people away. We couldn't afford a nice tree this year because I got 25 grand of a pay rise. Oh, yeah. no, no. oh God, he wouldn't pay for a tree. He makes it seem like it's an honor to cut down your 200-year-old tree in your front yard. You probably got to, if you own the tree at your property, you probably got to pay right. to send it to New York. You got to get a stump guy to come and grind the stump. It's a disaster. It's probably a New York City tax. And they stole the owl. Bastards. Yeah, that tree looks like crap. Terrible. I'm, maybe, maybe they always look like that until they decorate it. I don't know. You know, when you get a tree home, you got to let it like fall out a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they're doing that in a big tree. It's just because there's nothing else to talk about. You're being very positive about the tree. I'm trying to be. 
They're trying to be positive. I'm oh my to... God, I feel so sorry for that. I'm looking oh, at photographs that, huh? of it now. It's awful. Yeah, isn't that bad? <sighs> it really is the Charlie Brown. Uh, I take it that is, there is a reason why, you know, it's, it, there's some reason why it looks so pathetic. Yeah, don't be shocked when he comes out with something stupid to say. Yeah, it, I told you, a red zone tree is a red zone tree. <laughs> What's not to understand? Unbelievable. Now, this is interesting. Million, apparently millions of women don't know where their own vagina is located. What are you talking about? What? It was an estimated one quarter of U.S. women do not know where their vagina is, according to a new poll conducted by one poll. Maybe well, the poll is the problem. I don't know. That's the same people who it type It depends where you put the poll. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking about polls. Exactly. It was called one poll. They right. found 46% of ladies couldn't point out the cervix. Right, well, and 59% suggested a different body part when asked to identify the uterus. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing in school these days, but they're not talking about vaginas, apparently. I, I've been on the hunt for that G-spot many, many times. <laughs> Damn, that's a hard thing to find. So I feel sort of sorry for them, you know? They're not in school, so they don't know. It's over by thought. This is. Uh, I'm going to change the subject there a little bit, but... Speaking of school and not going to school and kids not learning, and I'm looking at the cover of the post here. I don't know if you've seen that yet. It's fantastic. It's Cuomo and de Blasio both in dunce caps sitting at a desk in front of a chalkboard. It says, no class, clueless Cuomo and Blas close schools once again, hurting kids and parents. But I think this, this hit me this week. So my oldest daughter is 14, right? So Ryan's in the ninth grade. And she's been going to school in hybrid mode. So she goes every other day. So some weeks she goes three days. Some weeks she goes two days. And she had, last week, we got the email on Thursday night that two people tested positive. So school was going to be fully remote on Friday. So she's a swimmer. And so is Riley. We did the right thing. And we told the swim club, hey, this is what happens. What are we supposed to do? They said, well, wait 24 hours before returning to practice to make sure you aren't contacted by contact tracing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so we skipped practice on Friday. No big deal, we went to practice on Saturday. This weekend, Friday and Saturday, is a huge swimming meet they have been training for, right? It's a big deal. So one of Ryan's friends says, I'm not going to school this week. I'm going to be fully remote. Just in case something happens, I don't oh. want to have to miss the meet on Friday. Right, so that's sad, that's sad in itself. I'm not, and Isabel, I get it. I'd probably, you know, I'd be, she's been training hard, right? So I said to Ryan and Riley, but Ryan's the one that said something to me that really hit me. I said, Ryan, you just came back from a broken wrist. This is important. You know, you, it's big meat. If you want to stay home Thursday, meaning today, because you're home anyway on Friday, you absolutely can. And she said to me, Dad, please, no. I don't learn when I'm home. I want to go to school. I have three quizzes on Friday. I have to go to school on Thursday or I'm not going to pass those quizzes. That's where we're at. That is a great yeah. child you've, you've, you've raised there, Michael. It's, it, it really it hit me. It's, it, this sucks. You know? How much are they not learning? That, and that. Oh, both of, both of my football. kids have said they hate being home. They're, like, it just, they, they're not getting what they normally would. Now, they changed it this, in the last few weeks where they're actually sitting in classroom. 
and the teacher has a camera on and it's actually been better. Uh, we, we've had that all year and that, that, and that still helps you feel, you know? Right. But well, I, as you know, Gary, I have, I have, I collect kids. You uh, do. He so has I, quite a collection. So at the moment, uh, my collection uh, is uh, six. Whoa. Um, you might want to explain that a little Robin. Cause uh, you know, Garcast listeners are going to assume the worst. Oh, no. Well, I'm as I'm in Northern Mexico, I have a gardening business and uh, labor is quite hard to get. So I find <laughs> that children are very, very good at doing the edges of the lawns and grass and stuff like that there. So, no, um, in, so you lived in North Mexico. So, that was <laughs> so uh, no, I foster, we foster children as well. It's an amazing thing. Working. Yes. So, uh, wow. I've got a couple of my own and we've got four foster children at the moment. It's an amazing um, thing. And I, I wanted to make sure that our listeners knew how awesome that was. And uh, Judith, during the first lockdown, um, was fantastic as far as teaching was concerned. But even still, the home is not, I mean, homeschooling, you have to be very disciplined to, to right. do that. People that do that anyway, and it's unbelievably disciplined. Mm-hmm. But trying to get four or five kids to sit at the kitchen table to even go through an hour's work is, is challenging. That would, be, that would be an hour. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Sorry Americans. I thought they were just learning the letter R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, these guys, these bastards. I say film, flowers. <laughs> how many other things do I say? Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, it's 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 crazy, and the kids need to be in school. Yeah, you know, they really do, and they just it's it's hard on them. Uh, I know. Towards the end of that whole lockdown period, there, and, and a few weeks ago, the kids were off school again. And it was the first lockdown. The weather was good here back in May, April time, April, May. And they could get outside and play all the time. But a few weeks ago, when they, uh, for a half term or Halloween, they got an extra week because of COVID, Wu flu, China virus. Mm -hmm. And um, they couldn't go outside because it was raining here and cold and horrible. Mm -hmm. So you've got... Five kids inside, you know, one severely disabled who wants to get outside and doesn't understand, a two-year-old that wants to get outside and doesn't understand, and the rest of the kids that just want to sit on Xbox and iPad and watch TV nonstop. It, it's, it's terrible for them. It's not, there's a whole generation. There's going to be this little generation of kids that are all through this, that their exams aren't going to be the same as everybody else. They're, you know, they're schooling. There's a gap in their schooling. It's wrong. Wrong is the right word. Good service to them, and it's, it's anyway. Sorry, I'm ranting a lot. Sorry. I brought, right. I brought us there, but I just I wanted to share that, and I and I appreciate your feedback on it too. I think it's it's happening all. It's the same probably all over the world. You know. I appreciate your appreciation. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and God bless you for fostering so many kids. God bless me. God, yeah, yeah. It's Twenty four. Really yeah, it's well. I think fourteen years. Fourteen years and uh, twenty five kids and counting. So uh, yeah, it's amazing. All right. Well, I know we've gone very long here. Sorry. It's my fault. We try to go an hour. We're a little longer. Um, Just before we wrap up real quick, anything? I I did finish The Expanse season three. Oh, that's a good Um, show. It was so good. And I'm starting up four. Um, Anything else? You know, Sean likes this part of the show. Oh, stuff that I watch. uh, I've been there recently. I watched uh, Le Mans 66, which is a really good movie about uh, Ford and against Ferrari in Le Mans, oh, yeah, yeah. the big, big 24-hour race. Oh, uh, it, it, Ferrari? That movie? it has uh, Matt, Matt, Matt Damon. Uh, yeah. it, uh, I, I, I saw a, that recently too. I loved it. And that was a really good flick. Really good. Yeah. Very interesting. 
a lot of stuff I didn't know. I'm, I, I, love my, I, I, I love my motors and engines and, and racing. That's really good. I'm watching The Right Stuff on Disney, which is, the, if you know the fantastic movie about the space race called The Right Stuff um, from, from the 80s, uh, there's now a mini-series with the same name. Yeah, I got to check that out. And it's really good. It's not about rockets or spacey men. It's about, you know, those guys and what they went through. There was no space agency. There was no money, you know, uh, how they survived and their relationships with their families and the pressure that they were on and the build up to Alan Shepard going up in a, in a rocket. So that's really, really a really good uh, uh, recommend there. Um, good stuff. So, yeah, well, yeah. I have to get somebody off a school bus the next few minutes. But okay, okay. let's get going. Great, yeah, get out of here. Great, Robin, great having you on. I hope we yes. have you on again. And thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. This was cool. Good. Thank you. Liked it. We'll, we'll let you know the feedback that we get on your appearance. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. Live from oh, no. northern Mexico. So, yeah. Yeah. Until next time, I want Mark, Robin, first, thank you. Thank and you very much for having me on. Thank I you. want my listeners to have a horrific week. You're out. When you were here before Couldn't look you in the eye You're just like an angel Your skin makes me cry You float like a feather In a beautiful I wish I was special You're so fucking special But I'm a creep
so fucking special I wish I was special But I'm a creep 